Live from Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio in session. Everybody. My name is Arujan Ravindran, also known as Day Ravi. I'm a music video director and content creator, a digital content creator, because it's 2017. So everything we do is going to end up on digital anyways. <laughs> and we hang out during the day, you and I. Yes, me and Kareem work together at Active International. Thanks so much for coming in, man. No, of course, of course. I really appreciate this. I think it's going to be a fun, fun hour. We're, oh, we're going to be here for an hour? Unless you ask me something. <laughs> unless, you, <laughs> unless I ask you something. That's it. I'm out of here. Oh, this is too weird. And I'm like, okay, yeah. this is, this is a, a bit too much information. And then I got to roll out. Yeah, I know. This is awesome. And listen, thank again, thank you for coming in. No, of course. Um, as, as you know, and I don't just say it just because I see you three, four times a day. Sorry, three, four times a week. Um, but um, I, I find the stuff that I have discovered um, that you've created to be hilarious, refreshing and hilarious. Um, and I don't know if it's because I actually know you and I go, oh my goodness, I can't believe this guy's doing this or because there's just so much crap online that your stuff is refreshing. It's probably a combination of the both. Um, no, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. I mean, my number one priority is to make it as enjoyable and funny as possible. Yeah. Hopefully, even if you didn't know me, you still find it funny. And we've joked before that uh, I, I tell you all the time that, you know, when you get big and famous, don't forget <laughs> about us little guys here. Um, and, and I'm always amazed of, that, that you actually work where you work, um, plus you do all this really cool creative stuff. And it's interesting because we have a lot of uh, interesting people at Active. We definitely do. Canada that do, um, that do, that do stuff on the side, that, mm-hmm. that do really creative or really interesting things. Um, there's Kim, who is a phenomenal painter. Mm-hmm. Um, there is uh, Christine, who not only um, does roller derby, I think is, is what you call it, yes, but it she also, her and her now husband, uh, I think they run a, a shelter. Yeah. Is a it a sanctu- shelter? A sanctuary, sanctuary. For, for pets and animals. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and there's so many other people that, that do some really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, James does a lot of off-road cycling. Um, no way! I, see, I didn't even know that. Oh, he's broken. I don't know how many. I think both his collarbones. His, oh. he's, he's broken everything in his body. Yeah, yeah. I know he doesn't walk like that because he's strutting. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, scary. But why don't we start off with this, Rujan? Okay. Just so it. people, because people have no clue what I do, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to bet that people who have seen your videos, mm-hmm. they have no clue what you do. You mean do for like a. Nine to five. Oh, at work. Yeah. Okay, they, right, they know right. what you do. Five to nine. Nine to five. <laughs> they have no clue. Um, so why do we do this? Why, why don't you just sort of a little bit, you know, talk to us about, you know, what it is that you do, mm-hmm. you know, at your desk on the other side of the office for me. Okay, so at Active International, which is the company Kareem and I work at, I work on the media team on the partnerships department, which is a team of two people, and what we do is we make agreements with broadcasters and vendors and our partners 
so that our media team, our buying team, the team that actually goes and executes the campaigns for our clients, know what the rates are or has a better idea what their negotiation power is or where they have flexibility. And so we do that agreement at the beginning of the year, throughout the year, in September when the broadcast year begins. So then our buying team doesn't have to worry about it on a buy-per-buy basis. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what a majority of my time is. And just making sure that all the information that the broadcaster is providing us gets clearly transferred and told to our media team. And if our media team has any issues, then the broadcasters are well aware of it. Cool. Now, we had a lot of questions okay. from, uh, from Facebook. So I'm gonna go, as, as we chat, we'll go in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a question from Faiza, who happens to be my sister. Okay. Um, well, that's my, my parents tell me she's my sister. So. <laughs> and you got to believe your parents. <laughs> exactly. Um, so she, she, her question is, or one of her questions is, is, is what is, what am I like as a coworker? So I'm curious. I mean, it's interesting. I don't work <laughs> with Kareem directly, so we don't, we don't have much FaceTime. But I'm sure that the, the ladies on his team love him. So that's a, that's a plus. That sounded very strange the way you said that. The okay, ladies on his uh, team. By the, the people, lady, the people on his team, the yeah. people on his team, <laughs> who just happened to be, who just happened to be all women. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It just sounded funny the way you said it. <laughs> all so, the I'm, I'm gonna start getting calls. What exactly? <laughs> all the little girls love Kareem. <laughs> what exactly is it that you do? Um, um, okay, so so you came, you came to Active mm-hmm. a few years ago. How long have you been at Active? Uh, for? I came in September 2013. 2013. So October 2013. Okay. Um, so three years before I came here, mm-hmm. um, approximately. What were you doing before that? Before that, I graduated in 2013 as well. So in May 2013. So you graduated school in 2013? In, gra- in 2013, I graduated Where'd from Ryerson. Go? Okay. So Radio and Television Arts, which okay. is an amazing program. Yeah, yeah. But what Radio and Television Arts doesn't teach you is that they don't teach you how to market a product or how to distribute a product. So, so say what, you create okay. a, a project like in terms of a film. Yeah. Say you made a film. They, they will teach you everything from knowing absolutely nothing to make, having the film produced and in your hand. Mm-hmm. But they don't tell you how to market that product. So the only, okay. the only um, aspect of that, that pipeline that I didn't understand was marketing and advertising. Yeah. So as soon as I graduated, I was like, okay, I need to get into distribution, which is actually selling this finished product. So selling a show or selling a movie to all the people that have the right to distribute it. So all the broadcasters, all the over-the-top networks, all the pay-per-views, all the websites, mm-hmm. literally anywhere that people are willing to buy this, this project so yeah after graduated i spent three months working in sports distribution okay so selling live programs but i didn't focus on like a tsn type of company or uh, very similar they only focused on boxing so okay. the majority of the focus was on boxing fight network is that what you know it, okay. it was called octopix live okay and at that company we focused on every country other than canada and the u.s okay Boxing's huge. It is. It's huge yeah. worldwide. Yeah. yeah. The, the reason that Canadian broadcasters aren't too fond of it is because it's very hard to predict how long each match will be. Mm. Because it might be over in the first round knockout and it's over. Yeah. Or it might go on for 10 rounds. So yeah. they can't really slot in advertising space. Mm. Okay. So it's hard. So you, so you did that. What did you learn from that? I learned that, you know what? People are hungry for live sports. And I've seen that live sports will always stand the test of time. There's nothing that could outweigh live sports. Mm-hmm. Even to this day, I feel like live sports is keeping most of our broadcasters uh, afloat and yeah. profitable and, you know, on so, the up and up. So did you, so you did that for how many months again? A few months? It was about three months. Yeah. I did that for three months and then I realized that advertising is where I really need to 
go because that was my weakest suite. Okay. A week of suit. So I didn't understand advertising. I didn't understand marketing. And I'm like, let me get to a company that I could learn this from. Mm-hmm. So Active came along and I was like, okay. You know, and I was following Active on Twitter. Yeah. And I don't know if I told the story, but yeah, no, no. I was following it on Twitter. Okay. The, the Active account on Twitter. US account? Canadian account? The Canadian account. Okay. And they had a posting for like a media assistant. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, this seems reasonable. How did you find active candidate on twitter like i don't know I, I always made a point that if any company interested me so i already read their read their company by and i'm like okay let me you know what this 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 actually makes sense because yeah. you're just trading a, a service for another service and you're making the client's life much easier yeah so from a financial point of view i was like yeah this company makes a lot of sense yeah let me just keep it let me just follow them because if they come up with anything where i should know because they they impacted broadcasters and mm-hmm. if they impacted broadcasters then it could also play in that if a broadcaster got a cash injection they could spend more money on boxing programs makes sense so i followed active international and then i seen the job listing and mm-hmm. i was like cool you yeah. know just sent the sent the resume and within like a month i was i had a desk there you go <laughs> <laughs> I had a desk. I was sitting down i started as a media assistant and here we are now here you are now um now, how do you get from, how do you start producing stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And, and now, did that start afterwards, or did were you always doing it? When when did you first, when did you create your first project? I would say at Ryerson. So when I was at Ryerson, I yeah. was always creating content. So okay. even throughout high school, we were always making making music videos. I've been shooting music videos for as long as I can remember. Okay. So in high school, I always shot music videos because. In the neighborhood I lived in, everybody around me was making music and they yeah. were rapping, but they didn't necessarily have the technical skills to actually put a visual behind it. Okay. So I shot music videos for everybody. And these are like, you know, get a camcorder, shoot it, mm-hmm. put in the editing software, which is Adobe Premiere at that time. Yeah. Put in Adobe Premiere, chop it up, make it look nice, put the song, and then give it to them. Yeah. And then on YouTube, and then, of course, like, that must have been over 10, uh, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Over 10 years ago. So everybody, by now, they delete everything off. YouTube or put a private or put an unlisted so most people don't can't go and search off really yeah and which is which is unfortunate because if I in hindsight I should have kept every single everything that you product. made yeah. yeah and I should have but I was like you know what the artist is never gonna the artist is gonna blow up and he's gonna be like hey look <laughs> you made this 10 years ago so that's when it really started which making just making content yeah and the the only the only distribution platform was was YouTube at YouTube that time. at the time Anyone interesting that is making waves today or is rippling underneath the surface that you remember from back in the day? No, because no, not nobody from back in the day because yeah. they didn't. It was more like a, a hobby, just a fun thing to do. It was more like a hobby because yeah. it was like you play soccer, you play basketball, and then you go home and you rap some hardcore bars. Yeah, and then you make some music videos and you put it out. Now I've 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 listened to some of your rhymes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you must have heard the hot dog song. That was funny. We'll talk about that. Um, do you write this stuff, or do you just does it come to you? Like, mm-hmm. tell me. Like, I think I got a sneak peek because you say you like to produce and mm-hmm. you take time to make sure everything's right. So tell me about that. I would. I I definitely prioritize the melody first. Okay. Because I don't even think most people listen to the words nowadays. Mm-hmm. So I'll prioritize the melody, and the melody is just. Uh, I'm I guess because I'm singing all the time in my head or mm-hmm. out words that. The melodies are always there. So yeah. what I'll do is any good melodies, I'll just record it on my phone and I'll save them for later because these melodies might not come back to my head later. Mm-hmm. And then some of them, sometimes the melodies are good and the words are even better. Yeah. Sometimes the melodies are good and there is no words. It's just mumbling. Yeah. So then when I go and actually write something, I'll, I'll just 
use the melodies as a as a bass, and then I'll put words where I'm in a more like writing zone, writing mm-hmm. mood, or writing. Can you write mode. music? I, like uh, piano wise, no. Yeah, okay. I can't write. I can't write. Uh, can you read? Music? I can't read music. No. Okay. No. So this is all by ear and feel, and this is yeah. This is strictly based on like. Um, how do you say it's like repeating? Mm-hmm. So I could just I could tell you something and then you could repeat it and be like, yeah, that sounds right or that doesn't sound right. Okay, but it's most of it is based on just listening. Yeah, there's I have no formal training whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Do not know how to play a piano, <laughs> um, but I could definitely hear when somebody sings off key. So you can, yeah, I think I think we can all tell yeah. if somebody's good or bad. Yeah. Okay, so you're you're making rap videos, making rap videos with yeah. your friends, friends around the neighborhood. We must have been in where was in your grade neighborhood? 10, Fifteen. So this was in Scarborough. Ah, from the hood. Yeah, where's Scarborough? Uh, Nielsen and Finch area. Ooh, that's 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 heavy stuff. No, no, it's a very reasonable neighborhood. <laughs> um, the houses are nice. Uh, the neighborhood is, is nice. That's not Mal. Is that Malvern considered Malvern? So you're from the. You can't even say the word Malvern. Say no. it. <laughs> you can't say Mal. Why can't you say Malvern? Of course, it's like you know it. you mouthed it, but you can't say it. <laughs> Seriously, is there a video camera in here? <laughs> No, it was a good neighborhood. I mean, what I, was I, the name of your neighborhood? Oh, Malvern. Malvern. <laughs> okay, so Malvern, yeah, yeah. And no, and it was a good. Is neighborhood. that Pearson? No, what I, I was the Pearson is there, but I went to a school called Mother Teresa, okay. which is a Catholic secondary school. All right, all right. So you went there. Mm-hmm. When did you? And okay, so I must. You grew up there. Yeah, so I spent all of my high school there. And yeah, the three years of Ryerson, even grade seven, eight, was also in that neighborhood. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, it was a great time. I. Nice. Yeah, enjoyed it. Still have friends to this day. Yeah. Most of my closest friends were developed in high school. So. Okay. And do you still travel out to Scarborough? Yeah, once in a while. Once <laughs> give me a call. <laughs> no, my parents still live in Scarborough, so I'm in Scar- Scarborough you're pretty in Scarborough frequently. Scarborough yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, so you're making rap videos in Malvern. Mm-hmm. Um, what comes next? What comes next? So I go into Ryerson, and yeah. this is when I'm like, okay, time to shoot longer form content. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm like, okay, can't, I can't be shooting two and a half minute, three minute music videos because people have a, a, a want and a need and, a, and they want to see longer form car- content with actual storytelling. Because okay. keep in mind, none of the rap videos had any storytelling. It's just str- strictly performance where the guy's just rapping to the camera, yeah. fast cuts, hardcore rap music, done. Right. Mm-hmm. But now people actually have a, a knack for storytelling that they mm-hmm. want to see. So I'm like, okay. So I focus more on making longer form content, which is like uh, 20 minutes. Okay. So I start, ri- I start writing pilots. Oh, so really? I start writing pilots for because I'm like, this is... So like TV is, shows? TV show pilots, yeah. 22 okay. minute. And I focus on 22 minute. I was like, I'm not even going to get into uh, hour long, mm-hmm. right? 22 minutes. So everything I wrote was like uh, what we call like studio style show, which is like uh, you sit in one room and then there's three cameras set up. And that was the... A studio style show okay. that I would write for because it was very easy to produce. Yeah. So out of multiples of scripts I wrote, we ended. Up, I ended up doing one. So we yeah. ended up producing one that I wrote. What was the name? It was called Dead Beats. Dead Beats. That one is still on YouTube today. Is, is it really? Which is twenty two minutes. Yeah. It's it's very. I'm gonna look for it. Yeah. It's called Dead Beats. Uh, it's on YouTube. To, it's still on YouTube today. Twenty two minutes of just pure jokes. Uh, Dead Beats one word. Dead Beats is one word. Yeah. Dead Beats YouTube. Now, under, I have to ask you this. We're going to take a tangent here. Under mm-hmm. under what name? Oh. Is it, is it Day Ravi? Is it no, Crow? It would, is be, it? it would be under the production. It would be under Issa Boy Films. So E-S-A-U-B-O-Y-F-I-L-M-S. E-S-A? E-S-A-U-B-O-Y-F-I-L-M-S. Which was just a banner that we used in 2012. Ooh, part one, part two. 
Yeah, so there, it's 22 minutes. Because YouTube at that time made you cut it down to about 10 minutes. Okay. So they Or they had a size limit. I had to cut it into two parts, but... Nice. Yeah, and I'm gonna check this out. It was one of my first first projects that we did, and I was like, okay, I shot it, and then it, I was like, okay, now what's the next level? We gotta, we gotta skyrocket. We gotta. Was get that high. something like in school? Was this a school project, or this is you no. just wanted to do it? No, because the thing is, I already had access to the resource and the people that were talented. So I'm like, okay, let's do this. Let's just do this. Let's get this done. Let's just go out there and shoot. And yeah. we shot it at my at my parents' house. We shot half of it. Yeah. And half in the in in Malvern. We shot half of it in Malvern. All ten minutes in Malvern. No, I mean half of it yet. And these guys popular. These are these all your friends in the in the thing? No, th- back in that day we had a website called Mandy that we used to cast on. So use that website to cast for actors and actresses. So n- oh. none of, out of all the actors, I believe there were seven of them. I didn't know any of them. Okay. Then I didn't know any of them. Then now now I'm okay with and cool with some of them. Okay, so you still keep in touch with these people? Yeah. And they're they're in films today, TV shows today, commercials. Yeah, some some of them are working on their own production companies. Some of them are acting. Yeah, some yeah. of them are uh, working behind the scenes. But most of them are still in the industry in some way, mm-hmm. in some capacity. Okay, so you do this. It's interesting because you know we'll we'll get to it. We'll we'll talk to that story. But now you're producing like very quick snippets yeah. of content. So you so you made this twenty two. Mm-hmm. Minute pilot. That's the only one that's online. We actually made three. Okay. So we shot three. Where are the other two? Three different ones. It didn't. It, the thing is because of a, uh, it didn't turn out as well. Okay. Or as, because every time you do one, you want it to be much better than the one you did before. Yeah. yeah. So then, it, if it doesn't turn out well, you show it to all the actors and actresses and the crew and the cast and they see it and they're like, wow, okay, cool. Let's move on to the next one, right? So. Yeah. But this one is out. This one is here. Um, do you like this? You proud of it? Um, at that time I was, yeah, at that time I was, yeah. And we shot in a, and I, we shot in a different quality. Like that was shot at 1080 on one of these, uh, bigger cameras. Now we would Mm -hmm. shoot everything on in 4k on DSLRs or or on black magic. So the quality is different. Like Mm -hmm. the the visual quality is different, even though that shouldn't matter as much. Yeah. Okay. So what, what comes next? You're making long form stuff. Yeah. So Ryerson long form stuff. Yeah. Um, Final project of Ryerson was a music video that I worked collectively with a group of eight people that I had in my group, we shot that, which took us the longest time to make that music video. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was directed and written by two of my closest friends. So I was helping on that team, which was our final project. We aced that project because you had everyone that was in, in music somewhat. So everyone that was capable of making a music video on their own, now we're all working together, pooling our resources. Nice. And it was for a good cause. Okay. What was that cause? You can't say what that cause. It was for a good cause. Well... We'll leave it there. <laughs> no, no, it, it was for equal rights across the world. I forgot what the actual organization was. Oh, okay. But they had a list of 30 rights that uh, okay. that they wanted everyone in the world to follow by. Interesting. It was long ago. It was about it was long ago. <laughs> it was five, four or five years ago. Okay. So, and, that, and that was as you're graduating. That was my uh, yeah. graduation project. Yeah. Cool. And then you start. You go start working. You start making a living. start paying your bills. Yeah, you so know, mom and dad probably charging you rent now that you're out in the world. So yeah, and then at the distribution company, we had a, a clause which was like uh, we couldn't produce, we couldn't, we can't work on anything that wasn't um, TV and film related. That was TV and film related because we were ah, uh, because you were okay, so yeah. you kept quiet. Yeah, I kept quiet, and I, and you know, I was like this. Let's focus on distribution. I also didn't want to, uh, didn't want to uh, feel like I'm forsaking them because they mm-hmm. were giving me a great opportunity to actually go out there, get to know the the world like the world landscape of media. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Let me let me pay my dues. Let me sit here and pay my dues and actually learn the actual 
the business, the media business. All right. Outside of just Canada alone. You have different names. I do. Arujan, Day Ravi. Yep. Is it Ravi Day or Day Ravi? Day Ravi. Day Ravi and Crow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so which one came first? Okay, Arujan Ravindran, which is my name. Mom and Dad named you. Yeah, so I guess the only reason any you guys know of Crow at all is because of the uh, the Facebook page. Yeah. And what happened is I couldn't change when Facebook doesn't allow you to change from one one brand to another brand without without some some familiarity of the previous brand. So when I was like, okay, let me let me actually start rebranding and going through everything as Day Ravi because it's such a more uh, more catchier name, more I could I could copyright Day Ravi on everything. I couldn't okay. copyright the copyright the name Crow on okay, everything. So where did Crow come from? That was that was like a neighborhood name where it's like it's like a nickname that okay. everyone around me called me at that. You were time. like a scavenger or no, it was just I think it was had a lot to do with skin complexion. Okay. So the crow physically is a dark bird. I'm a I'm a very extremely dark person. If you could see me in the studio it would see. So <laughs> it it made sense. It made sense. Okay. Rebranding wise you know, you graduate and you're like, oh, man, I, I, nobody called me this for over eight years. Let me actually figure this out. So I was okay. like, okay. So one day I just like, I was like, and I used to, t- people used to call me Day. Like, Day in Tamil means yo. Okay. It's like yo, like right. yo. Yeah. Like, y-o. So I was like, okay, cool. Let me just day. go with Day. And then I was like, damn, I can't just copyright Day. So I was like, okay, let me go with Day Ravi, which is a... Where did Ravi come from? Just it sounded, it was... No, it was like, it's a four, first four letters of my last name. Of course it is. So I was like, Day Ravi. And I'm like, cool. All right. And then I'm going to run with it. And then, yeah. Okay. And I which one? So when, so when you make reservations for dinner at a restaurant, <laughs> what name do you give? I, I don't make reservations for dinner. But if I did. If you went to like a <laughs> fancy place. I would probably give Arujan. Arujan? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, all right. Actually, that was a question as well. I don't know who 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 wanted to know why I have so many names. Mm-hmm. Good question. Good question. Um, and you, and you still use Day Ravi? Yeah. So Day Ravi would be the name that I go when I create content, which is anything not related to me on the business side. Mm-hmm. And I feel like me making music videos is more business side oriented. So yeah. when I make music videos, I'll use my real name, Arujan Ravindran. And then okay. when I'm actually in front of the camera making music or making Snapchat style videos, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go by Day Ravi. Um, my whole my whole online persona now is is branded as Day Ravi. Now we we haven't completed that that circle in terms of all these different types mm-hmm. of content you're producing. Okay. But along the way, and and maybe there's there's a fit in here. I've seen you connected to pillows, to mm-hmm. is it skateboards or something? What else? Is right. it right? Yeah, yeah. skateboards, is- clothing. Is there clothing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so t- you did your research. What am I forgetting? I know, and this is not even research. This is just, you know, I see something, I click there, I wa- pillows, and then I click something else, and I go, uh, urban fashion, like, and then skateboard, and then you know, you just keep on clicking, and and you find this stuff, right? But okay, so tell me, what comes first? What's happened? Like, where where where, where are where are we? So I take a break for about three years. Okay, so for three years, I don't absolutely, I don't do anything. You don't do anything? No, no so videos? Nothing. So okay. from 2013 to 2016, uh, there was so many changes in the music business that I didn't, I couldn't understand. This okay. is when labels weren't weren't being as prevalent. Um, streaming services were fighting. So the rise of Napster was back at it again. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I take I take a breather and I, I actually want to understand active where I was working because I, didn't, I okay. didn't understand marketing and advertising as well. So I'm like, let me put all my attention into this and let me actually spend more time reading. Mm-hmm. So the time I wasn't at 
in the office, physically in the office. I was I spent a, t- a ton of time reading because I felt what like were you reading? Just all the the trade magazines. Okay. So every every day, basically, all these trade mag these uh, trades would send you just the headlines. Mm-hmm. These were times where I, we didn't even subscribe. Mm-hmm. You know, w- for a long time we didn't even subscribe. I think. I didn't personally subscribe, but then Playback was one of the main ones that I read, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. which is Brunico Communications, I believe, yeah. and then also Marketing Magazine, which mm-hmm. is also Brunico, I believe, that we do have a subscription for, so which yeah. is good. So I was like, I felt so behind that I didn't know what was going on. Okay. So I'm like, okay, let me just spend a year just catching up and knowing the actual players. Mm-hmm. So I think, and it took longer, and then I just got so comfortable reading, and I was like, this is cool. Okay. It's almost felt like an observer or a journalist that yeah. was never working on writing a finished <laughs> product, and then... That's when it hit me that things are moving too fast, so I actually need to start doing because they were moving too quick. Okay. And then I was like, okay, time to start making some content. But where did where did pillows come from? Skateboards, clothing, okay. fashion? Talk to me. Okay, so the skateboards is 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 that the first fr- one? One of my friends, Albert Zhang. He's a is he was my previous roommate that I lived with when we were at when I went to Ryerson, and he, that's his company. That's completely okay. his company. Where okay. uh, he's just a friend of mine, and I, I help him out as much as I can because he is a good friend. Mm-hmm. So, and we were previ- we were roommates at when I lived around Ryerson. Yeah. So that no, that didn't come first. The clothing was always there. So clothing ma- was always there. Okay. Yeah. To make money off of music videos. Yeah. When I did music videos for free, you can't make money off of music videos because you can't charge your friends sure sure so what i did is i had them wear these clothes and these chains so there's this wooden chain that we must have sold over 200 of just of this wooden chain yeah that i had every i had tons of people wear this like a family business or this is how did this start p arujan people want to know started one day yeah times were tough and rent needed to be paid I feel like there's a rhyme coming here. There's, <laughs> there is no, there's no rhyme. So I was like, okay, let me let me actually find a way to make money off these music videos because I was spending a ton of time editing mm-hmm. and shooting. So I was like, okay, came up with this clothing line with a good friend of mine, mm-hmm. and we put it together in in less than a week. What's we, the name of the clothing line? A Johnson Base. So still around? Yeah, it's still around. It's still selling. J A N S C B A S dot com. Okay, you're gonna have to give me all these URLs. Oh. We'll get it in the show J- notes. Okay, J A N S E B A S dot com. So we. We made that company, and the first product sold, I think we made 40, 40 of the, the hoodie alone. Okay. And we sold that within the first month. Yeah. And I was like, okay, maybe maybe we're doing And something. this is all shown on, in the videos. You're not... Yeah, these, these the there was no money done for advertising. This was yeah. all native, what I, ca- I guess we call a native now, or, yeah. or organic, but we just made sure... These, and the funny thing is, sometimes the artists would wear it, and then we'd be like, okay, cool, now give it back to us. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes they already, they already purchased it by this time, because we would just sell it to them at cost, which is yeah. about, say, 35 to 50% of the actual yeah. the retail value, or the, or the digital value that you buy it online. So yeah. they already had pairs, and it was nice-looking clothes that okay. still sell. Now we're just, <clears throat> I guess we're just, and then that slowed down. Mm-hmm. Say the the final year, so around this would have been 2013, 2014. That slowed down, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm not gonna. I I I was I was never a designer, so I don't sit there and design mm-hmm. clothes, right? I just know which designs would work and which designs won't work. So you'd find things that were really cool, and you'd get a supply of them or whatever it is. Yeah, and then I I, I do handle all the business side. So I reach out to the the producer, which was a mom and pop shop in Scarborough, mm-hmm. which is amazing because they yeah. gave us the best price, and then nice. and then we go, and then I I just pay out the. The designers, I would give them about thirty percent. We paid thirty percent of gross profits. Yeah, which is which is a shit ton That's of a money. A lot of money. Which is a sh- 
Was it? Yeah, which is a shit ton of money at that time. Mm-hmm. But in retrospect, it was almost like a partnership with these. Yeah. And we were, we, the, the concept of the money wasn't even a, a play then. Yeah. We just wanted to make dope shit. Nice. And yeah, and the chains, I will wear those chains all the time because the, the chains have the, the largest profit margins. And even in one of the Darcy and Day videos, I was wearing that chain because I'm like, we're going to sell some chains today. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew it. And we did. The next day, the next day. So we how, actually, like, how, do you, how, do you, how does one make that connection? So I'm watching the video. Uh, how do I even know that that chain is for sale? So what we'll do is we'll, we'll repost that video on the actual fan page for the clothing line. Ah. We'll re- post it on the Instagram stories. We'll, we'll just share it on all social oh, okay. media platforms for the... Mm-hmm. Okay. And then even if anybody DMs me or Facebook messages me and is like, hey, where do you get that channel? I'm like, oh, cool. Go on Go this, here. Go, go there. on johnsonbase.com. All right. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right. So you're, you're, you start this clothing company, this fashion... Yeah, so 2013. Accessory no, line. No, this was really 20, 2013, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, what, yeah, 2013. What, and still in operation. It's still running because the thing about uh, e-commerce is you, you, you could really be as hands-off as you want to be. Mm-hmm. So if I'm like, hey, listen, I need you to take care of this for two years, somebody could go take care of that for two years while yeah. you be hands-off. Yeah, yeah. And then you're helping your friend with selling skateboards. Yeah, so that's his company, which yeah. I'm like, you know what, I believe in you. It's a good idea. It's giving artists opportunities that they wouldn't be receiving because he does provide the actual uh, skateboard, so the blank deck. Cause these are yeah, that's right. These are one-of-a-kind custom arts. Yeah, yeah. So if you go on the website, kickskateboards.com, yeah. you could buy these. You could go online. You could find one-of-a-kind yeah. skateboards, and these are strictly for you to hang on your walls. They're that's not right. for you to ride there. Yeah. They range from anywhere between, say, $250 to about $800. And nice. The art... And you're really investing or betting that the artist is going to blow up. Yeah. And yeah. you're really investing that it's going to make your place look much, much better. Nice. And, and then it's pillows. Good-looking skateboards. So the pillow- I, They're really, really nice ones. Yeah. Really, really nice ones. I, I would recommend that if you are into art, you go on Cake Skateboards and you see if there's any art that you like. And, you know, it's uh, the concept is great. It was students in OCAD were getting, were getting paid. Nice. We're, we're doing well, so which is always a pleasure. Like, Yeah, so this... Pillows. pillows. Pillows is the most recent one. Yeah. But the pillows, to talk about pillows, I think we might have to talk about the show. The show. Okay. Because they're related, right? Of course yeah. they're related. Okay. So let's let's lead up to the show. So you go from the 22 minutes, um, yep. shows, uh, pilots. Yep. Which uh, didn't work out. Didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still you still make uh, make some uh, music videos. Still, I always, I never stopped making music yeah, videos. Yeah, still making the music uh, videos. Making music videos, yeah. Um, and then you know, let's fill that gap between the music videos. Wait, mm-hmm. you're also writing music and putting it on SoundCloud, aren't you? Yeah. So what happens? I've seen is, some stuff on SoundCloud. Yeah. yeah so what happens oh. is I I always write songs. Yeah, yeah. But if nobody wants those songs, like nobody comes over that day, or nobody wants it, you then I'll just I'll just sing it myself. And I'll be like, hey, listen, and I'll send it out because it, what we call it is just reference tracks. Yeah. So I'll sing a song and I'm like, I'm not the best singer. Yeah. But I could hopefully get the point across of how I want it to sound. Yeah. So I'll sing it and I'll send it to people. And if they don't like it, yeah. they don't like it. But and you throw it up on SoundCloud then. Yeah. Then I'll be like, okay, maybe I'll throw this. But some of them are not, not as, I don't want them on SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's just there for storage. Yeah, they're just they're just there, <laughs> like uh, they're all yeah. Just um, in case somebody trips over and goes, oh, this is good. Yeah, and you, usually, I mean, I, I never ever wanted to be the face of anything. Never, put, <laughs> but I feel like uh, lately there is leverage in actually being vulnerable and being putting yourself on camera and putting yourself out there. Yeah. yeah. So like right now. Yeah, it's it's being vulnerable <laughs> is the most relatable thing. <laughs> um, okay, so let's 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 close that gap between the music videos and. Um, 
Darcy and Day, Day and Darcy, what is Darcy it? Darcy and Day, yeah. Darcy so and Day. Beginning of this year, I released a music video, which we shot in 4K, which yeah. was the quality. That's the first time I dealt with 4K, and we shot that in RAW. Yeah. First time I dealt with that that that. Who's format. you said we? Who's we? So I work closely with a friend of mine called Locke Nguyen. Locke Nguyen. Yeah. That's so his real name. That's his real name. Locke. <laughs> yeah, Locke. That's his real name. Um, and he he works closely as one of the co-producers, and he, he DOPs all of all of my projects to this date so okay. far. And I, I don't I even know like what that means, DOP. Uh, he's director of photography. So okay. he makes sure that the visual of it looks as best looks as possible. Good. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's when, when I say we. Uh, that's him. I feel like he's sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we work closely on a lot of these video projects. So he... So he's very familiar with working in 4K and RAW, but I wasn't. So I was like, okay, let me get to this level. So yeah. that's what the music video that I shot earlier this year was only a minute and a half because okay. I needed to fully understand the the storage size and if my computer can actually process dealing with RAW and 4K. Okay, all right. So what, what kind of video did you guys make? It was like a, a music video. It was shot in the a POV style for one of my friends, Elastic, who's a rapper, who's probably ah. one of the better rappers in the city. And, and is your hand in that video? Yeah, so my hand is yeah, in that Yeah, video. What's yeah. What's that song again? I saw that yeah, one. That, that song is called Bad Karma yeah, by yeah, Elastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And it was a good music video. I, I liked it. I liked it. Ah. And, and it was the first time I dealt with actual, that quality. So I'm like, okay, once I seen that quality, I'm like, okay, everything we do moving forward is going to be shot in this quality. Okay. And, and then? then? And then, so after that, I was working on this other show, which I was writing. And I was like, okay, this is going to be the best show ever. So I started casting for it. But the what happened was I couldn't get enough how do you say this politely? I, I didn't know anybody around me that was talented enough to fill all the roles of the actors and actresses. Okay. So I'm like, okay, let me put a casting out there. And then while I was casting, it was it was difficult because I didn't have much to show because I didn't shoot anything or direct anything or make anything in over, say, three years. Mm-hmm. Except this one and a half minute music video, yeah. right? And then that's how we get to Darcy and Day. Okay. So you said what you started this pillow company as, okay, we're making this for the pillows? No. So what happens is I shoot Darcy and Day, and while I was writing it... I, I meet up with Hannah Grieve, who's th- who plays Darcy yeah. in, in the Darcy and Day series. And I was like, okay. Do, and I was like, do I want another guy or should I just, just to get things done, the ball moving quicker? I was like, let me just be myself and yeah. just be Day. And I was like, okay, it will be like one of those um, like Everybody Loves Raymond type shows. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let me be Darcy and Day. So I'll be Day. And I was like, okay. But I do want it to be around a physical product that we could actually sell and market. Because you learned from your rap videos. You're not going to make money on the videos. You need a no. product. Yeah. You so don't. why not the clothing company? You don't make money on the merchandise. You make money on the products. The reason I didn't want to put the clothing line is because it, it was a different audience than the audience that we were targeting now. Okay. So I was like, okay. The, so tell me about the audience. So audience we're targeting now are are children that are between the ages of 13 and 21. That's now? Yeah, that's now. With Darcy and, Day, and they want and pillows? Tw- no, see, that's the thing. They oh. don't want pillows. They want things that they can relate to talent that they watch. Okay, so go on. So... In in the story and in Darcy and Day, Darcy mm-hmm. owns her own pillow company and she's working as a businesswoman selling pillows. Okay. So uh, you and we don't get that much across in season one. Yeah. So in season two, you'll see how she's actually an extremely talented businesswoman who owns this pillow company. Okay. And the pillow company is Sleep with Darcy. Sleep with Darcy. Sleep with Darcy. Yeah. Okay. That's the pillow company. All right. So yeah, it's a learning process. You'll see the uh, a ton of products are going to change in. Season two. You won't see the products that you see now in season two. Yeah. But you could buy any of these products at any time on the website. On the website. <laughs> and they're still selling today. <laughs> uh, so then the idea was, okay, I, I always wanted to pair the show with the product because I learned from the music videos mm-hmm. that it's the only way to make money on digital series is through, through pairing it with the physical product. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this. 
Um, Because someone asked me today in the office, Mm -hmm. do I make money if people listen to this? And I said no. And it it was almost a confused look that that this person gave me. And it was like, why why are you doing this? Mm. I said, I just just like doing it. It's it's, it's enjoyable. You know, like you said, right? Some people play hockey. Some people do this, that. You were rapping and making rap videos. That was your fun outlet. That's what you did. Mm. For me, this is... um, this is what I enjoy doing. I mean, I, I love I love the the radio format, like listening mm-hmm. audio, um, and I I love you know David Letterman was an idol of mine. You okay, know, growing right. up in Scarborough, sneaking down to watch his twelve thirty show. Um, you know, I, I just loved that stuff, um, and and so to me, this is my opportunity to be creative. Right. You know, I'm not creating anything. We're just chatting, but you know, it's it's an outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you make these videos and stuff, do you make it with an eye to how can I monetize this? Or do you make it with an eye to, I just love, this is my creative outlet. This is my, you know, mm. Tuesday night hockey. Okay, that's a good question. Um, I mean, sometimes, sometimes like this is, just, we're just going to have a shit ton of fun with this. And we're going to do this and we're just going to laugh and we're going to die laughing. Like mm-hmm. the Snapchat hot dog video, that was just us dying of laughter. Yeah. Making the song, making the music video. We were just sitting there laughing, especially since I shot it all on my phone, right? Yeah. yeah. And th- so I feel like those those little clips were, were just pure enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Like the little clips I'll put here on uh, Instagram or Snapchat, mostly Instagram, they're just for pure enjoyment. But the... Longer form content because it takes a um, a longer period of time, mm-hmm. and because it takes a more more uh, how to, like more production value that we have to put behind it. Yeah, there has to be some sort of business mindset that goes into it. Okay. They they're not just for pure enjoyment mm-hmm. because I also think it's not um it's not the best uh best I don't want to say usage best utilization of both. Locke's time or Hannah's time to be like, hey, we're just doing this for fun so we can show our parents, right? They're mm-hmm. like, look, we're going to go viral. This is, let's get this to as many viewers as possible and hopefully, you know, we can spin it off into a digital series or, you know, and get... Well, there's the monetization, right? Yeah. Bell comes to you or whomever comes mm-hmm. to you and says, we want to buy this. We want to show it. There's, yeah. there's a monetization. So, that, yeah, that is a monetization play. But in the process, that we don't always look at the end goal of having this on a, somebody else's platform. Yeah, it's yeah. always been, look, this is going to make us more relatable. People are going to be familiar with this. So it's mm-hmm. going to build their personal profile. And w- when you build your personal fr- profile, you could literally sell them anything. Or yeah. you, could be, you have more o- opportunities coming your way. Kardashian style. It is very similar to Kardashian <laughs> style, but I feel like talent will always will, will always uh, win at the end. Yeah, but so you're good looking as well. Thank you. I, yeah, I mean, you, you they, got Kardashian. They say I have a, <laughs> I have a face for radio. <laughs> um, so let me ask: is, is is Hannah and Locke and you like partners, like quote unquote business partners in this now? Or I mean, we the thing is like uh, growing up, it's always been loyalty above all. So you take care of those who took care of you. Okay. You can take care of me too. <laughs> and okay. yeah. I'm from Scarborough, dude. <laughs> no, but they—they, they, I mean, like they. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just There's kidding. never gonna be a position where I have a million dollars and they don't—they don't have two million each. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's never gonna happen. Yeah. Um. Okay. So but let me consult with my lawyer very quickly. <laughs> this is going live. This is going on tape out to everybody. Um. Okay. So Darcy and Day, uh, you had you had this idea of of creating this. Now you you said that your. Your audience connect. Let's connect that dot there. Mm-hmm. Uh, connect those dots. Your, your audience are very, very young audience. Yeah. So I would say at, at twelve to thirteen years old. Twelve to thirteen years yeah. old. No, you said 
just that between 12 and 13 years old? No, no, 12, beginning at 12 to 13. And okay. they go up to like, uh, I would say 19 to 20. Okay, so let's go 13 to 20. Yeah, and uh, it's, not the, it's not the usual 15 to 24 audience because mm-hmm. I found that the people that are 24, 23 don't like it. So how does the product relate? Yeah, see, this is, so this is where, uh, where, I've, where I have to learn as we go. Okay. Because the product came, product came along with the show. I didn't have any research on who was going to oh, like the okay. show. So I was initially expecting that people mm-hmm. between the ages of 25 and 34 were going to like the show. Mm-hmm. But that, that, it didn't turn out to be the case where 25 to 34. And I could tell it because of who's on the platform that gets the most amount of views, which is yeah. Instagram, and yeah. which is Facebook, right? So I could be like, okay, then we go back. So for season two, that's what we'll be changing the products around. Oh, okay. So will it still be called Sleep with Darcy? The, the, yeah, we're not going to change the company name yeah, to, yeah. from Sleep with Darcy. Okay. Um, it'll still be Sleep with Darcy. The show is still going to be Darcy and Date, but yeah. the physical products that you see... Are going to change. Yeah, they're not So gonna, tell us. I mean, it's too early in the works, but... My, what are you thinking of? What what sort of stuff are you thinking uh, of? All, all I'm going to say is instead of selling, you know, hand to hand for ten dollars a product, I'd rather sell a product for a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars or eight hundred dollars. Really? Yeah, because it's 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 a it's another business model which I quote the Ryan Leslie business model. Ryan Leslie is a musician who came up with his own business model or to become a musician and do things. Which mm-hmm. and so I'm trying to. What's parallel- his model? His model is. You rather have a hundred fans that spend a hundred dollars on you instead of having a thousand fans, or sorry, instead of having ten thousand fans that spend a dollar on you. So what do you want? I'd rather have a hundred fans that spend a hundred dollars instead of ten thousand fans. What if the ten thousand fans say you? I'll spend more money. Yeah, it's it, it depends on the only the only downside is I don't know how um, accessible all of their information is. Mm. So where they live, how much money they make, mm-hmm. who they are. Okay. Like, what turns them? Like, what do they like? What what gets them excited? Right. How did you find out who your audience was? Okay, so I had to run Facebook ads. Yeah. So I ran Facebook ads, and I based it on who clicked and who didn't. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, the people clicking are definitely interested. The people commenting. So if you commented on any one of the the Facebook posts or on any one of the Instagram posts, mm-hmm. I would literally go sit there, look at your profile, and see, okay, how old do I think you are? Okay. And then over a period of two and a half months, it was just, a, just like a. You know, best guesses. That's why I'm like, it's maybe 12 to 13. Maybe yeah. it's grade 9, so grade 14 years old. And then yeah, yeah. go on to the middle of And rise. these are people that clicked through to the website? Not to the website, to the actual um, to the actual page. So they would go on the actual f- uh, Facebook fan page and like it. Oh, okay. Because okay. Facebook, you could see everyone that liked their page person by person by person. Yeah. yeah. Instagram, as soon as they comment, you just go. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really value the, I don't value the likes as a, as a telltale sign. Sure, because sure. I feel like people are liking everything. Yeah, yeah. But the comments, I, I definitely value the comments. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. I think your next step is to figure out who's clicking through. If you have that, I don't know if you've, mm. if you've got that ability for, you know. Yeah, I definitely should, because then I'll be able to tell who's going on. But I mean, we're not, we're not, the, the pillow company, Sleep With Darcy, we haven't been promoting that at all. Sure, sure. Because it's never been a, a priority of ours. A priority yeah. has always been, let's make the greatest show. Yeah, yeah. The show does well, the pillow company does well. If the show doesn't do well, the pillow company doesn't. So yeah, yeah. the pillow company is, the, is not a priority yeah, yeah. for ours. It's know? not going to be pillows anymore. It, it, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> oh, it's, this is, I'm excited though. I'm excited. Yeah. You'll see. You'll see. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Okay, let's, let's go to some, let's go okay. to some, uh, some Facebook questions. And then we'll come back. We'll we'll talk about uh, um, the hot dog video. Um, other people have different names for that video, but we'll get to that. Okay. All right. So Facebook. Let's go. We're just gonna go from the top okay. on down. Um, let's go. Ah, so Alessia. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to know where do you get your inspiration from. 
Yeah, I think it comes from actually traveling and just what yeah, I see. Yeah, you travel a lot, eh? Yeah, and I feel like whenever I go through a... Um, and I always travel last minute. Yeah. So whenever I go you through... You taught a, me that. Yeah. You taught <laughs> me where to go. Still waiting to save some money on a trip. Yeah, and I feel <laughs> like whenever I go through like a... Um, a bland space, mm-hmm. like a bland, like, okay, I have no idea what, what my next idea or what mm-hmm. I should be creating. Then I'll say, okay, time to go on vacation. Yeah. And, you know, you take a week off, you just refresh, you relax, you come back with a clear head and you come back with seeing a completely different world. Yeah. And nothing will give you insight actually as, a, as actually physically being there in that space. Yeah. Where was the last, I know you were in Vancouver recently. Yes. Um, earlier this month, I was yeah. in Vancouver. Where did you, you were... Where did you go before that? London. So London, England. London, England. Yeah, earlier this year. I saw some video you made. You just met these strangers on the beach or something, and you got them to sing. Or you rapped, and, and they said something. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do, I do. That was on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they were strangers then, but they're friends now. Yeah, of course they are. <laughs> no, which was, where was that? Where, 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 where that was, was that? in Hawaii. Hawaii. So I, I think that was the end of last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that was really funny, yeah. Cool. That was a good time. I enjoyed Hawaii. Funnest place you've traveled? Funnest place, I would definitely say Peru. Really? Yeah, I would definitely go back to Peru. Okay, what's in Peru? Uh, there's Machu Picchu there, yeah. which everyone got to see. Yeah. There's. Uh... Is there like now McDonald's and Tim Hortons as oh, you're yeah. climbing the mountain? There's no Tim like, Hortons. No, no, no. Is it? But it's is the... it like that? Is it like it's it's totally commercialized now? No, not the mountain, but there is a, a the, there is like a, a city next to. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Hydro Village. Not Hydro Village. There's a Hydro Village, like a city next to Machu Picchu, which is yeah. commercialized. Yeah. yeah. Like I think there's a Starbucks there. That's crazy. I don't think there's a Tim Hortons there, but yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. Okay, so uh, where else? So that was her question. So traveling, eh? Traveling, and yeah, and I think I, I've been alive for, you know, over two decades, so I'm sure I could find inspiration within myself and within others and at work sometimes. Christine wants to know, how do you balance a full-time job, your very active social life, and this side gig slash content creation stuff that you do? I mean, yeah, it does get hard at times. Yeah. It does, it does. Uh, but I think I learned that it's important to actually sleep. It's important to actually sleep well because it, it makes you much more focused and much more awake at all times. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, your social interactions, you need to be present. And present means like fully invested and fully involved. And actually like anytime they say something, you actually f- see like how they're saying it, what they're saying, what do they actually mean, like the full mm. gist of it. That way you're much more involved in their lives, even when you're not around, because you know what they, you felt they're present at that time and you know what, exactly what they mean. Yeah. And it's hard. It took me a long time to not be distracted and be on my phone and be like, look, I got to take care of this or I got to take yeah. care of that to be fully present. So I learned whenever I'm with my friends, just be in the moment and be right there and be with them. How many hours do you sleep a night? I sleep a good six to eight hours. Really? Yep. Jeez. Sounds like like... Almost every night you're out drinking with your buddies. <laughs> I don't mean to sound make it sound like he's an alcoholic, but you're you're party yeah. animal. You're young guys still. Right, we have a, a Alcoholics Anonymous meeting at six thirty. Right in this <laughs> this exact place. Um, let's see. Jess wants to ask. She has a couple of questions. So she had she had a quote unquote serious question. Where did the idea for your short series? Well, yeah, we didn't ask this. So mm-hmm. let me ask you this. Um, so first question she has, Jess. She wants to know. Do you hand make the pillows you sell on the website? No, no, we. Uh, She's asked you this before, I think, hasn't yeah, she? I'm not, I'm not sure. She <laughs> might have. No, we all of our pillows come from outside of Canada, so none of these pillows are made in Canada. Okay. And then she has a serious question: Where did the idea mm-hmm. for Sleep with Darcy come from? Oh, the pillow company. Okay, well, well, I, I guess the whole the the oh, brand. 
so the branding, the yeah. show, the show. Where did the show, the idea for the show, like okay. you wanted to create the show mm-hmm. where there's a a, a young uh, female business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, where did that? Where did this idea come from? So I, I knew I knew from the get go that um, to have a musician, to have a musician in the show, which is myself, to be half okay. of the show, you need to have someone that's just on the same level of hustle as a musician is. Okay. So it definitely a business owner. Okay. And then I was just going through. I was thinking about which which what would actually be the future of what people need, and I discovered that. People that are our age, so say like people in their <laughs> early twenties, yeah. are gonna end up having neck problems by the time they're forty-five, fifty. Yeah, because the way that we look at our phones is always we're on a slant. Yeah, if you go to the office tomorrow, I bet you you look at anybody on their phones, they're on a slant. Yeah. Instead of holding their phone in front of them, they're looking down. Yeah, yeah. So I'm betting, unfortunately, that most of these people are gonna have neck problems and they're gonna have to go deal with something that's pillow. So even though the sleep with Darcy started out stemmed from a comedy show i'm like this could actually be a full like a full like a full company with like employees that handle Mm. these issues because i do think that like chiropractor yeah chiropractors are going to soon be a booming business laura laura wants to ask what's one choice you really regret oh that's deep that's deep i mean regret regret like, I regret selling my Facebook stocks in 2012 because I would have made a killing if I kept it now. Yeah. So that's a huge regret. Okay. And I think she'll like that because she she's into finance. So yeah. That, that is one thing that I definitely regret. Why did you sell? Uh, you didn't think it was going to last? No, I also needed the money. So <laughs> <laughs> You weren't liquid. I, I needed to pay the OSAP off. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, but it, it was cheap then. It was about $27 then. Mm-hmm. What is it now? Oh, probably 90 Probably I wouldn't even be surprised if it was 80 90 but I also had more time to watch the markets then, so I knew I was like, okay, cool, let me. Okay. But yeah, the but you made I, money on it. I mean, uh, but I it's like I made money, but then I lost the money that I could have made. Oh, okay. Which was more than the money that I did make. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it's, it's and that's a regret. But what's yeah. a what's like you know uh, capital R? Oh, capital R. Regret. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I regret that I didn't learn how to read and write Tamil. Okay. So I can't read and write something. I can speak it fluently. I can yeah. understand it fluently, but I can't read and write it. So I do kind of regret it. Um, Interesting. Also regret that I don't know how to speak how to speak and understand French. Hmm. So those are two regrets. Here, I give you two. You I give you two. Um, Sarah has a question. I'm gonna come to that later, though. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, Anna Moore wants to know what makes you laugh. Not the I'm being polite laugh. But like a real laugh. Oh, I think I seen that one. I yeah. did see that one. I don't know. That's a funny question. Ha ha. <laughs> That's my answer. Ha ha. No, but what makes you laugh? <laughs> no, I'm, I I think I have a very low tolerance for laughter. I would literally laugh at anything. Yeah? Yeah, I would. I would. So I you're not just anything. laughing out of politeness. It just... Yeah, sometimes. I mean, Animore is a funny person, so I would I would laugh when she says something. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Okay, let's get to Sarah's question. She's a lovely person as well. She is. Um, Sarah wants to know who's the biggest wiener in town. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> well, who is it? She knows, but uh, like, there's thousands of people that will All listen right. to this. <laughs> I would say that the hot dog, and how do you spell his name, is H-A-W-T-D-A-W-G. He is the biggest wiener in town. So hot how did dog. this... How did this this when I saw this, it was hilarious. Yeah. So, you made this in one day. I shot it. I shot it in less than like an hour. Okay. 
Yeah, because so what ha- what initially happened was I I post videos on Instagram all the time, Instagram yeah. stories, Instagram Instagram stories for the most part. Yeah, and I and I just discovered that this hot dog guy yeah was here. And yeah, so I had my microphone set up. Yeah, and I just put the hot dog guy in front of the microphone. Yeah, and I was just rapping some like yeah. random lines or random bars to while I was snapping it, and then I put it on Instagram. And that day, I got the most amount of uh, replies, like DMs, to replies to that story, and I was like. Yeah. Holy shit! I think I'm onto something. Okay. I think I'm onto something. So I was like, going through beats, and then I had this, I had this beat from this guy, yeah, right, who was Seismic Beats, who produced, who made that beat, and I had this beat, and I was just sitting on the beat, yeah. and I wasn't doing anything with the beat. So I'm like, damn, maybe I should just make a, a song for this hot dog. Okay. And I was like, so I was like, okay, this song has to be good because I don't want him to feel like I took his beat and just made it. And a, you messed a, it up. <laughs> messed it up. So I was like, I sat there, I wrote the wrote the hook for the song. Okay. What's the, the hook? Just like, I'm the biggest wiener in town. <laughs> I'm the biggest wiener in town. So I wrote the hook for that song, yeah. which sounds exactly like that. Layered it up, put some effects on it. Yeah. Made it sound as clean as possible. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to have any swear words in it because I was like, it's only a minute and a half. I don't want to have any swear words. Okay. So I did the song and I was like, okay, maybe I should just put the song up. But I'm like, why would I put the song up when there's this the Snapchat uh, Yeah guy was still there so within the next two to three days i i was scared that the the hot dog guy on snapchat was gonna gonna disappear he's gone now he's gone now he's gone now so i was like okay i have i have i don't know how much my window is but i need to do this quick so i just shot it and then edited it and then i just so who's who's in the video you got your nephew is that your nephew yeah so my nephew he's like and your sister no my sister's not in the video okay her name is jassy karen so the one who's in the video yeah and she's 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 a model she's an actress from toronto okay and it, it turned out it turned out way better than I expected because it looks it's so funny that it's only a minute and a half. Yeah. And it shot it strictly to be vertical. Yeah. I wanted to look vertical because I wanted the main audience to be on Facebook and on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I shot it vertically specifically for that person. Okay. But I treated it just like I would any other music video. Cut it up, uh, made sure the colors look nice and yeah. make sure the sound was all right. And nice. Yeah. So And so and and what has the response been? I think people people find the song uh, catchy. Yeah. Which, which, you know, I'm glad it's catchy. I'm glad it's catchy. So people find the song catchy. People like the the clip. But I mean, each each of them only has like a two-week run, right? So after two weeks, I need to be like, oh, shit, now I got to put something else out. Yeah. So what's the next project you're working on? Yeah. So the next music is a music video that'll be out in a, about a month and a half. No, oh. but it's September, mid-September, right? So it'll be out. It'll be out uh, the first week of October. Okay. What's yeah. that about? So, hot dog girl? No, hot no, girl? no. It's it's a legitimate. It's a legitimate music video that Legit- we shot on 4K raw. Yeah, yeah. So okay. it's, it's the highest quality possible. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll send more information about it when it's closer to coming out. Uh, and, and when does uh, season two of Darcy and okay, Day so come out? Season two will come out in November. The second week in November, Darcy and Day season two. Why are you waiting two. so long, man? You know, logistics. Series start, like, in September, back to school, like, the fall season. Yeah, but I'm not trying to compete with all these guys with $500,000 or, or a million dollar per episode budget. <laughs> okay, so it's coming out in November. Yeah, second week in November. We're, we're Have you filmed it? it? No, we haven't filmed it. Okay. We I, haven't filmed do it Do you yet. need another, like, brown <laughs> guy? Let me know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if I ever, if, if Day ever breaks up with Darcy. Yeah. No, or if, or, or if you, like, you, you're, you, you put out that rap song that you're working on mm. uh, and you need to be interviewed by a radio guy. Okay, right. That's right. all I'm saying. <laughs> I just want to be one of those guys when you make a million, other people make two. That's. All right. You already, you already gave me the season finale. There we'll you just, go. We'll just re-interview in this, uh, in this, in this. How do you okay. get your? How do you get an IMDb page? 
Okay, so it's you gotta tell me because I want to make one. Okay, so you need if it's possible. Uh, just you just need to make one credit. How so do you go, make a credit? So you just go out there and shoot something. Yeah. And then you need whoever the producer is. So the executive producer, the producer, or even the director. And I think you might even know the director or somebody on the upper echelon of that production to just go on IMDb and just upload that, all the information to that So project. someone has to be on IMDb like this? No, no, you no. don't have to be on IMDb. When what about first, the producer puts you up? No, you don't have to so be. So no one needs to be on You it. could create an IMDb account. Yeah. It just gives you your name and your email address and all yeah. that. And then you just add the project to it. And then IMDb, if they feel like it's a legit a legit project, they'll approve it. But now IMDb is pr- uh, approving all the digital series anyways. Ah, yeah, so if you shot something that's online, that anybody, that ha- also it needs to be accessible by everybody, the project. Okay. And then you just put it up, and INDB will give you a credit. Nice. Look at this, man. You cut your own page. Yeah, it's not a bad-looking INDB page. Yeah. I mean, I definitely wish I had more credits, but the only way to get more credits is actually go and shoot more stuff. Yeah. Or write more stuff or direct more stuff. That is nice, man. Um, so let's get to this stuff here. Um You've talked a lot about... It's interesting. You made this hot dog video mm-hmm. on Snapchat. Yeah, using the Snapchat app. Snapchat app. But you knew you, were, you, you wanted it to go on Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram. That was sort of your core. Yeah, I would say fa- I, I targeted Facebook mostly just because of the... It's like a numbers thing. Because of the frame size. Okay. So on... On Instagram, the maximum you could post is 1080 by 1350, which is the full vertical. Mm-hmm. The frame size for this video was much bigger mm-hmm. because the, the iPhone 7 shoots much bigger. So when I shot in Snapchat, it was it was always going to be like shrunk down when I put it into Instagram. Okay. Like it was going to have black bars on the left and right side. Do you so, do you prioritize any of these these channels? Like what's what's the most important channel for you? Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Because yeah, even, even when we launched uh, Darcy and Day, I was like, okay, we're going to focus strictly on Instagram. And it, it was very, it was more easier to grow an Instagram account. I think Sleep With Darcy, that standalone account that we created less than three months ago is at about 7,000 followers now. Mm-hmm. So, which is, which is pretty reasonable growth. Uh, even the engagement is at about 10%, mm-hmm. which you don't see engagement like that. You wouldn't see engagement like that on Facebook. You just mm-hmm. wouldn't. Yeah. So Instagram, I think I like it because of the engagement and the, and the easier to grow and nice. even personally I'm focusing more on Instagram than than Facebook for sure yeah. and more than and even more than Snapchat yeah I, I I think Snapchat it's too it's too intimate for my liking it's too personal it's always right there I I, I don't think you can't polish any of it hmm. um, but I don't know I might be wrong I might be wrong I feel like I need to wait till one more update on any of these platforms to see if Snapchat is gonna stand the test of time yeah but I think Snapchat is very good on a friendship level on a friend to friend level I just okay. don't know if people want texting back and forth and, and sending sharing pictures yeah. and more family oriented or close oriented I just don't think it's going to work on a mass level mm-hmm. and I don't know if brands would de- certainly want to get involved or not get involved hmm. you have some thoughts about the the role or the future role of music video directors yeah talk so, to me so I think that music video directors are eventually going to become the for musicians specifically they're going to become the brand managers of certain musicians because mm. they work with the musician very closely yeah. that they're focused on the look and the feel of the actual music video yeah and not just music video i think any videographer or content creator that's making visuals for an artist should you know would be understand the artist inside out so that the all the visuals they see will represent the artist very well mm-hmm. 
And I think I, I definitely see the future going in a direction where music videos and videographers and all the content creators making content for an artist for their Instagram, their Snapchat, their Facebook are on the branding side because they're actually branding the artist to who they the look and the feel that they give their fans. So, so what does that mean for the for the for the uh, for the video director? They'll they'll need to develop different skills. They they better start developing those skills right now because yeah. it, it, every every artist is going to be as lean as possible. So they would want the least amount of people around them at any given time. Mm-hmm. So if a videographer can do everything, then they're going to go with the videographer who could also direct, who could also edit, who could also, you know, make images and put it all up in, in the, the right timing, which yeah. is important as well. We, um, you know, we work in the media space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, broadcast continues to be a big driver of brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, you have all of these other channels. Excuse me, whether it's uh, Hulu, Amazon, Netflix. Um, I think even, I can't remember the name of the channel, but they're doing like NFL football now. I can't remember. Days in. Yes. Um, where where are we going with all of this stuff? Yeah. No, it's definitely... And def- I never heard of Days in except people started complaining all of a sudden. <laughs> I mean, no one could no one could say where things are going, but yeah. we could definitely look into the past. And I would say that the future is that um, Netflix is going to definitely go into live sports. Yeah. So you might end up seeing the boxing programs on Netflix. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. Huh. Um, I think Twitter is going to become non-existent. Twitter is, Twitter is buying a video content here and there, but I don't think Twitter is going to be as powerful or as a player. What was the, what was what did you get on first? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. Oh, me personally, Facebook. So I was on Facebook first, and then I got on Twitter. But Twitter, when I got on, was pretty big, 2009. Mm-hmm. So everybody had Twitter then. Yeah. And then I definitely got on Instagram. Yeah. But I never took Instagram seriously until earlier this year. Really? Until earlier this year, I was like, oh, man, the more amount of followers I have, the more amount of views my videos will get. Mm-hmm. Right? So it, And it, it, it's better for leverage. Leverage as in when you're working with brands and when you're working with other producers and content creators. It's I think having more followers just... What uh, about, like, you know, for yourself with the videos, like... What does YouTube mean to you? I think YouTube is just, if someone has, my motto has been you, you take your content and you put on every single available platform to you. Sure. Right? You let the audience go to where they feel most comfortable to consume this content. So you never alienate anybody. Okay. So I would post it on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. The only one I really alienated is Twitter. Yeah. And so, but the only thing you have to look out for is the actual frame size of the actual visuals. Okay. So if you go on YouTube, on the YouTube Dave Ravi mm-hmm. and watch the Darcy and Dave videos, you'll get it in full widescreen yeah. HD quality. But if you go on Instagram, you'll get it in the vertical format. Okay. So you're looking, so all the sides of it get chopped off. Yeah. So if you want to see more content in terms of more space, yeah. you go watch it on YouTube. So okay. if you're into that, but if you're watching it on your phone, you might as well just sit there and watch it on Instagram or Facebook. Interesting. Um, but I do want to add that. I do think yeah. that the, the, the future of Netflix and Hulu and Amazon, yeah. sp- specifically Amazon, I think that the only way to survive in live programming is to actually have ownership stake in the sports teams. So I think that... Or they the w- leagues. Yeah, I don't know if the leagues would give up because usually the leagues are, say, for oh, NBA. you're right, yeah. Say NBA is like, I think, player, uh, owner, I mean, like, owners own the NBA. Yeah. Kind of, so I think that, yeah, Amazon would... N- eventually going to get into actually buying up teams really and they're going to start they're going to start bidding over these teams and whichever whichever 
group that's or, an idea eh? or platforms discover this first will be able to get the teams who are much more cost efficient instead of going into a bidding war because it's the only it's the only way that makes sense to me say say amazon owned the atlanta hawks you won't see atlanta hawks programming anywhere else except on amazon except Prime. on amazon what about you know the wwe mm-hmm. had a had a channel digital channel i think they still have it um and that was supposed to be big. Like everyone would pay nine ninety nine or whatever the price was to watch all, and you can get all the paper quote unquote pay per views, WrestleMania, right, right, and so on and so forth. That, I don't know whether that's done very well. I think it's because it was on TV, so they chose the the future technology just on the wrong platform. Hmm. If they'd done the same for online, yeah, it might, they might have done much much better. Yeah, because that's what I think. That's what Dazen is trying to do. Which, tell me about Daisy. What do you know about them? I think they charge twenty bucks. You have it's you pay monthly and you, you get, get all the NFL games. On, all the NFL games, yeah. And that's a deal the NFL made with them, or for Canada only. Oh, it's for Canada. Yeah, so Daisy is a Canadian. I don't. I don't know if it's a Canadian-owned company. No, I don't know. But I know you have do the ability research. to watch it in Canada. Yeah. And but the thing is, football is only six months out of the year, so you're only paying twenty dollars a month for six months. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. So what's next for Arujan Day Ravi mm. Crow? Yeah, so I think right now priority is on Darcy and Day season two. Yeah, and I do I do want to I think that's that's number one priority, and I do want to get into more audio. Okay. So and I do want to put content out frequently or mm. on a weekly basis because yeah. I think that the the interaction between you and your fans or you and the people that watch what you do is important. Yeah, it's better to build a relationship. So I would say going forward, yeah, Darcy and Day season two, second week of November, and then yeah, weekly content just in time for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. Dedicated to Kareem. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, man. No, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. And if anybody has any questions, feel free to reach me. I'm easily accessible. Where can people find you? I would say Instagram. If you slide in my DMs, I will definitely get back to What's you. What's your Instagram handle? Day Ravi. So D-A-Y-R-A-V-I. V as in Victor. So D-A-Y-R-A-V-I. You can search me. You can find me. If you send me a DM, I will, I will find it. And I'll, I'll send it. I'll reply to you. Okay. Thank you. Star got me, it's the fire burning inside of me. No, I don't need a miracle. I got something far more powerful. And in this collective, I've got a brand new perspective. So use that might break the tension. Can't walk on water, but I'm walking through an intersection. Audible, I heard my brother say. All aboard, like it's some parade. That's me. Shoulder to shoulder, I hold my head high Standing shoulder
is to sing all aboard and bring your offerings that's me For more, for more, for more. That's me!